0: taking you
1: out tonight don't you wanna go with me be the town and ride with me hot shot you're so fly
2: rocking up designer jeans and I swear when you talk to me ready or not here I come never late
3: when the night Welcome everyone to season two of In Her Purpose Show, a platform where we feature female game changers who have paved the way on succeeding their goals and continue to inspire at the same time. I am your host, Mafe Yunom Velasco, and this show is very close to my heart because I'm able to learn and grow with two amazing, beautiful women who are the founder and owner of In Her Purpose book and company. So honored to always introduce these ladies to you. So first off, let's start with Jen Redondo Marquez, who is also a game changer herself, working in the tech world and serving as a mentor for Collective Hustle pasta Filipino Americans in Silicon Valley Tech. And of course, we are missing Miss Rose Buado, who also is the partner. She's a motivation speaker, a mother of two. Uh, she is a... Uh, entrepreneur and continues to inspire ladies, such as our uh, guest host for today, Rihanna DeClenes, an experiential marketing producer, founder of Built From The Soil Agency, and a member of our very own In Her Purpose Dream Team. Hello, ladies, and hello, Riri. Finally get to catch up with you, too. Hi. So... so, (laughs) I'm extremely excited to get to know our guest today. I read her bio, and I'm so excited to share with all our viewers, uh, Miss Christine Emily Lim is, gosh, endless um, titles. So let me um, just introduce her real quick before we have her join us on the studio. Miss Christine is a CEO founder of the Short Spine Active Wear. She is also a certified Start Pilates instructor and has more than a decade of product management and marketing experience in Silicon Valley, both at Fortune 500, such as Google, Facebook, and Symantec, Symantec, and at venture capital-backed technology startups. Wow, she's definitely um, part of your circle, Jen. (laughs) And Christine received her MBA from the Rotterdam School of Management, Erasmus University in the Netherlands, and a BS Business Administration in Marketing and International Studies from Kelly School of Business, Indiana University, Bloomington. She is an island girl at heart and hails from Cebu City, Philippines. So without further ado, let's welcome Miss Christine Lim. Hi, Christine.
0: Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. Hi. Hello. Uh, We are
2: so happy to have you on the show today, and we're excited for our listeners and viewers to learn more about you. So if you could, um, to our audience who may not know you, if you could introduce yourself and your community, uh, um, not your community, introduce yourself to our community, um, who Christine is, um, what is short-spine
0: activewear? Yeah, certainly so hi everyone um, no as mafe mentioned my name is Christine Emily and you know I created the short spine actually in the middle of the pandemic last year you know leveraging my experience as a Pilates instructor and observing a lot of my clients of what they wear as well as their body postures when they're doing their exercises. so um, during the pandemic as well you no know, I, um, Experienced um, a lot of you no know, skin, different skin allergies for some reason that the doctor could not even pinpoint why. So it led me to discover more eco-friendly and hypoallergenic uh, fabrics such as bamboo. And when I was trying to discover and research more on what are the different activewear brands that I could use for myself because I do wear leggings every single day. I am wearing leggings now. And no, the, there was really not a lot of brands, especially here in North America, uh, where you think that the market for sportswear is already very saturated. So that is why you know, I started researching on different fabrics and um, different ways to become a much more eco-friendly, sustainable brand as well. And that led me to create the Short Spine or sustainable activewear. And we just uh, launched our first collection last month. So it's all bamboo from top to bottom. We have long sleeves, um, tank tops, as well as uh, full length leggings for women, and um, as well as accessories that are really geared towards sustainable living. That's awesome. I'm
2: like here looking shopping right
3: now. I see you, Jen, wear, wearing um, Christine's label.
2: <laughs> I know.
3: It
0: <laughs> is it
2: available worldwide, Christine?
0: Yes, we do ship internationally. Okay. So it is available worldwide. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. What are we off of this?
2: <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you what served as your inspiration for the short spine, but also for everything that you've done in your career. I mean, Mafei mentioned, you know, you worked in tech and you've done all these things. It's not included in your bio, but you wrote a book and you're part of the whole um, wing pack. So tell us more about all
0: of that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, my story really actually begins in, in Cebu. No, uh, no it's a, a, where I grew up and I went to high school there. And from there, um, that's really in college when I stepped out of my little bubble in Cebu and I went to a school first in Singapore and then I moved over to Indiana here, which was a really big, you know, a different culture and just different everything from weather to you know, how I would communicate to people. And I certainly realized that um, what I knew about the world wasn't just you know, from where I was coming from, which was from Cebu, it's a little hometown of mine. And I started to discover a lot of things about myself too. So that is really where a lot of the self-discovery and self-awareness came even at such a young age because I was 17 back then when I left um, the Philippines. Um, And knowing that, over the years, I knew that I really wanted to travel. That was one of my passions. Um, I, I did have one startup that was also in travel. Uh, and then I learned that health is also a very big priority of mine because even when I started traveling at such a young age at 17, 18 years old, I was already started to having um, a lot of lower back pains even as a teenager. So I tried mm-hmm. you know, different exercises, different ways to fix my lifestyle, diet, etc. And one of the ways that I was really able to mitigate, uh, my lower back pains was through Pilates, so that kind of led me through. Um, you no, know, I was uh, doing a lot of Pilates exercises for about five years before I began. You no, know, teacher training basically to becoming an instructor myself. So, um, over the years, you no, know, I gained my Pilates certification uh, at an advanced level. So I am able to teach all around equipment. Um, for Pilates with my advanced certification. And then from there, I also learned that with my clients in Pilates, I felt really satisfied and fulfilled. Whenever they come back and tell me, you know, after a few sessions that they feel really good about their bodies, they feel great, you know, they have more energy to do the daily things that they couldn't even uh, be doing before they started their Pilates sessions. So that's really like one part of um where I got my my satisfaction from of you know teaching Pilates and being much more um, healthy and aware of my own body as well. And then simultaneously, I was still you know traveling a lot and doing a lot of my uh, professional um, side in both you know product management and marketing. I've always stuck to the valley. So being a you know Silicon Valley uh, tech insider now for more than a decade. So been a long, long time ever since I uh, you know flew out of the Philippines and met a lot of people along the way. I, certainly, I think that the being much more self-aware of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to get out of my, even at a very young age was something that I wanted to pursue. So I pursued a lot of entrepreneurial activities, initiatives that, oh, over the years, you know, I understood, why it's really, really difficult, especially for a female entrepreneur here to be successful in the valley. There's just so much um, challenges along the way uh, that you no, know, it's it's very hard to navigate, especially if you're um, one a female, second is you no know, people of color, and you no, know, I also started to talked to a lot of venture capitalists. I am an angel investor myself, as Jen mentioned. So I understood like, both at the spectrum of being an angel investor, of um, having a lot of other entrepreneurs uh, contact me, reaching out to me because they needed uh, to fundraise. But then on the other spectrum, once I started becoming an entrepreneur myself, I understood that, oh my gosh, there's so much Uh, challenges um, when you're really starting to build out your own business not only just on the financial side but as well as really trying to understand like hey what are my strengths what are my weaknesses so that I could hire people who um, are able to really take my business to a different level Um, and that's really where like in especially here in the tech industry where we are able to um, you know understand you know the different ways that you can really collaborate on people who have expertise in design. For instance, I think one of the um, interviews that I had recently um, asked me a question of you know what I uh, did to start the short spine, and one of them was actually I designed my own collection. I'm not a clothing designer at all. Um I I do have some digital design background but I know that's totally different from being an apparel designer. So um I had to pick up a lot of those skills that I didn't have. I didn't have the money to hire professional professional designers. And you no know, being in a pandemic as well um shipping costs was very costly. You no know, a, a lot of my suppliers especially for bamboo is based in China where of bamboo forests are based in uh, China. So that's where most of my suppliers are. Um, Cost of just shipping, getting the um, items in inventory here in the US was very, very costly. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think given all those considerations, it's really basically um, having that willpower to tell yourself like, hey, I'm going to do this. And no matter, no, I, I, I am committed to making sure that this business is successful for the next coming years. I know it's pretty amazing that you started your
2: company during the pandemic, you know, Rose and I also did the same thing, but we only came out with one product, a book. So I can't imagine launching multiple products and then also dealing with multiple suppliers, because I work in supply chain right now, and I know how difficult that could become, especially with the pandemic and countries shutting down and people still want, especially the the product that you make, all of us are wearing athleisure wear right now. Like I don't know anyone who's wearing jeans right now. So I'm pretty sure you had a high demand and having to figure out like, okay, how am I going to fulfill that? And, um, just, I don't know. I, I work in that field right now. And, and it is a pain. Like, what do you mean the lead time is 20 weeks <laughs> for that? So aside from that, um, that's just the short spying world. But as an entrepreneur and working in tech, what are some of the challenges that you've that that you've had to overcome in your career um, as an entrepreneur and also in in the valley?
0: Yeah, I would answer first the latter question of you know just in general like what I needed to overcome here in the valley. I think yeah. it's just difference in mindset because um, I definitely coming from the Philippines. I think I had a different value system in terms of um, just working and, uh, you know, having that authoritative um, person, usually in in the Philippines, whereas here in the the US, like you have to be very vocal, you have to be, uh, you you have to set your opinions, and kind of be that influential person, wherever you are, especially with some of the key responsibilities I have, I do launch products, No, I've been launching products for uh, Facebook and Google. That's really like where my focus is in early stage uh, products. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of responsibility in terms of just coming up with the, know, your go-to market plan and delivering on that and implementing that with a lot of cross-functional stakeholders. So being very uh, present in, in all of the different meetings and um, kind of setting that, mindset of like, hey, I'm I am leading this launch of, of this product. And so I'm I have that you know, way of really um, making sure like people um, are all aboard. So it's kind of you know herding the sheep pretty much. And yeah 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 and um, it's it's uh it's 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 a very different take. Um, Whereas, where, when you're, you know, kind of working in a different culture, not only just in the Philippines, because I've also worked in different countries, um, such as in India and Nepal. So the culture itself is very different here in the U.S. compared to the countries that I've mentioned. Um, I've also lived in the Netherlands um, for for business school. So I think for for the U.S., it's especially in the tech world where everything runs so fast. You're you're yeah. deciding know really really quickly like you have to be really decisive and be able to justify you know why you're going with x versus um z so that's the uh, the way that i kind of uh, was able to really you know, be here in the valley for such a long time um the other side for being an entrepreneur too i think one i Um, Even when I when I first started college, I knew I wanted to start something for myself. Um, I knew that um, the corporate world um, would have a some sort of a stop longevity for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it was something that I knew I wanted to do. Um, I just didn't know what to what to do. When I was younger, <laughs> that was like a big, big question. Like even when I went to business school, I, I told myself like, hey, I'm gonna go to business school. I'm gonna going to start a um, business plan, and it never really matriculated um, that way because no, I went to business school in a very um, odd time as well. So it was in two thousand eight, where you no know, oh,
2: yeah.
1: happened. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, very hard time, very challenging, and. No, I, I did have a business plan when I was in business school, but of course, um, kind of getting that out and really implementing that right at business school, after business school, um, during that economic uh, you know, downturn was very, very difficult. So I went back to the corporate industry after that and told myself like, hey, I'm gonna give myself a few more years doing this. Um, And then thereafter, no, I started freelancing and um, simultaneously that's when I first started angel investing was one um, with a book of my, uh, with my co-angel investors. So it's called Impact with Wings, Stories to Inspire and Mobilize Women, Entrepreneurs and Investors. So it's out on Amazon. That's my, one of my plugs Um, and it's the first, no, female angel investing book um, that's also written by an all-female author, um, co-authors. So really targeted to females who want to understand more about angel investing, whether or not that's the right um, portfolio investment portfolio for them. Um, secondly, when I you know start going out on my own freelancing, I know I started a different. Um, startup then um, called Dot and Pin. So it was a travel recommendation platform um, because uh, and still now no, I have my own um, travel blog. So that's kind of how I I segregate it into like a travel recommendation platform. Um, that one, too, like I realized you know, over the years, it was also very hard because we were not able to get as many customers as we have wanted. Um, I started talking to investors, a lot of them rejected the idea, um, knowing that the travel industry was also very saturated at that point of time. Uh, and then the pandemic happened. So of course, the narrative there for uh, the travel, you know, startups, the travel companies just in general, really changed because now we have to think about what is that new normal when you're traveling. Um, and even last year, I did travel one once internationally Um oh, wow. in So I was, I was able to go there um, to do some blogging, actually, with the, one of the agencies there. So I did a collaboration with them um, for gorilla trekking. Um, so that was one uh, nice thing that came out of the pandemic was you know, going to Africa was a little bit uh, scary at first. But then once you set foot in the airport and realize that, hey, I'm I'm actually okay. Uh, But of course, like the travel now is really different. Like you have to have a lot of um, preparation ahead of time. Um, No, make sure you have masks. Make sure like you actually have some snacks with you because some airlines did pull back on a lot of their food and beverages. So Mm -hmm. with that said, no, the... Uh, I think the travel companies now have to pivot into something else. That's something else for Dot and Pin was to uh, provide more assistance to our restaurants, local restaurants here um, in San Francisco. And it's also available in New York, Chicago, and LA. Um, So part of that too is being an entrepreneur is you really have to figure out how to uh, pivot when there are challenges in the market you no know, trends are really changing. And it was you no, know, no one really expected it to happen. And you no, know, I, I think that for um, an entrepreneur to like, you really have to decide for yourself, like, hey, should I still move forward with this? And, you know, change it into something else that would be, you no, know, really up to what is the trend now, or, you know, kind of wind it down. So, it's still up and running, but we're now focusing more on the um, like the media content side of it for blogging and really supporting um, local restaurants and you know, local um, events that are now trying to come out of the pandemic. Cool. So in San Francisco and New York, you said? It's in San Francisco, New York, Chicago, and LA. Cool. Have
2: to check that out. Yeah.
0: Um, the other
2: thing that I wanted to ask you is on angel investing. So, can you explain what that is? So, some of our listeners may not know what that is, and how does one become an, an angel investor? And what are,
0: um, why do people go to angel investors? So, um, three questions there. What is angel investing? Uh, So angel investing is investing money into private companies. So these uh, companies are typically in a very early stage. Uh, So um, no, angel investing could go from at the beginning of like uh, a seed stage up to maybe a series A or series B depending on how large your check size is. Um, And then you had a second question of how do they become an angel investor? So for me, I started angel investing through a bootcamp program Um, that they actually went through all the different resources, like, you know, who are these different angel investors, as you mentioned? Uh, What do they do? Like, what are the different factors they look into when they're trying to, you know, decide on um, investing in a certain company, what kind of companies they are? And for me, you know, I've angel, I've invested mostly in um, female-led companies. And as you probably know, there's a big gap on... um, Investments for female led companies. So I can definitely feel that grunt right now because I am a female entrepreneur myself. Um, so, no, you kind of pick and choose which companies you want to invest on. Um, first and foremost is, hey, what are you really passionate about? That's one. Uh, secondly, is what do you know most about? Like, what kind of industries are you most comfortable investing on? So, if you're in healthcare, for instance, so the natural tendency is to look at healthcare startups because you do know um, understand that industry very well um similarly for me you know my investment portfolio um is really uh balanced between like tech startups as well as consumer goods startups um because you now i understand the the products and um, i've also met some of the founders who you know i i thought i really wanted to back based on Know their their grit and their their backstory as well. And then you had another question of why angel investment. Um, I think for angel investing, it's really about you know being able to empower yourself and empower others, those who you want to invest on, um, that they can actually grow their business with uh, the investment that you put in their companies and certainly for a lot of private companies especially in north america and europe and i would say in latin Latin america and asia too where you know some of these entrepreneurs and um, smaller private companies do need that boost uh, financially to be able Mm -hmm. to get to up to the next milestone to the next level Um, and angel investing is really uh, meant for you know early stage um, companies, which means that it is a little bit riskier. It is higher risk in terms of, you know, um, investing in companies that may or may not even have reached their product market fit yet. Some of them might not even have their products out yet. So you're investing in an idea. So the risk is really, really high. And, you know, that that is why before you even begin to, you know, tell yourself or ask yourself, like, hey, is this really, you know, meant for me? Is this something that I want to pursue? Um, that is a the big question that you only you can really answer. Because for me, like I started angel investing, because I did want to support, you know, female entrepreneurs. And I did want to support female entrepreneurs who I knew, um, you know, would be able to really, I don't know, get through all the different challenges and, you know, just difficult times of being an entrepreneur because I've met uh, most of the entrepreneurs that I've backed. That's awesome. Super cool. I know
2: I asked you a ton of questions just because I'm <laughs> selfishly <laughs> intrigued, but um, I wanted to ask you to share your current goals, any upcoming
0: projects that you want to to plug and yeah, share. Yeah, certainly. So I think now, no, because now I'm switching my focus as an entrepreneur for the short spine. And definitely, you no, know, I want to, you know, bring this awareness of what you know, sustainable active wear is, what slow fashion is. That's also a newer, newer movement and newer trend in retail and in fashion where. Um, there's really a keen focus on sustainable practices, eco-friendly fabrics. So that's our core mission and value, um, sustainable values that we are really committed on for the short spine. And I hope everybody you know gets to visit theshortspine.com. Um, you no, know, I, as I mentioned earlier, that we just launched our first collection. So it's all bamboo um, activewear for women, we also have some accessories like insulated bottles, that's good for sustainable travel right now. Um, mm-hmm. No, it keeps your beverages uh, hot or cold um, um, for about six hours. So I just took that picture last week because I went to Montana and it's still very, very cold there. So um, my hot beverage was insulated for more than a few hours, um, which was great. And then um, we also have some like tube scarves that you can. It's a multi-purpose tube scarf that you can use as a face mask or mm-hmm. a bandana, like what Jen has right now, or a scrunchie. So everything is really uh, thought out where you know it could be an essential for your closet, and it's. All black um, for the time being. Um, the first collection is an all black collection. I called the, I called it um, Ultimate Black 100. Um, <laughs> One Hundred. It's all black. Second, what One Hundred is? It is actually a Pilates um, exercise. So it's one of the core Pilates exercises where you can really work out your core and you're pumping your arms. So you're pretty much pumping your arms a hundred times. Oh, that being the yes. Yes, that is one of the um, <laughs> really everyone loves the hundreds because you no know, it really works out on your core and you can really feel that burn after you're pumping your arms for a hundred times and your both legs are lifted up. So yes. um, th- that is the first collection. that's the ultimate Black 100 collection, which is out on the shirtspine.com.: Awesome.
2: I'm gonna have to go shopping after this.
0: I love that (laughs) I love the water bottle I'm I'm like I love collecting the water bottle so I may have to look on the (laughs) shop as well yeah (laughs) bottle too so we it's it it is a bamboo shell so it has a bamboo on its shell so that's why it's all like bamboo collection um and no very eco-friendly I
1: love that I have some questions for you now So you've told us so many things, you've worn so many hats, and honestly, I'm just so inspired about all the amazing things you've done. But what are some ways that you unplug and find balance for yourself? Uh,
0: One thing, so it's easy. (laughs) Uh, One, because uh, I have a three-year-old Shiba Inu, and she keeps me... uh, Detoxified from my my work because I do have a, a very strict schedule, which I go out with her like you no know, at least three times a day outside. Um, I was telling my friends too, like they were asking me, "Hey, how was the shelter in place like in San Francisco?" And mm-hmm. I told them, "Like you know, it mm-hmm. was very normal for me because I I still went out. No, I went out with my dog. Um, I just didn't see as many people as I used to, but we both loved it because we have um, a, a schedule where you know, I, I do wake up in a certain time so I can you know, bring her outside. And then when I'm done with work, I also bring her out. So one is to really have time blocks for yourself. Um, for me, of course, because like, I, I love spending time with my dog. So it became like me and my dog walking outside and getting fresh air and not you know, always looking at the laptop or always looking at my phone because I do have a watcher as well when we're walking. Um second, you no know, pre-pandemic, um, one thing that was not on my bio, I I do competitive sailing as well. I'm really a
1: oh,
0: I am wow. miss the water that much. So I I've, I've been sailing here in the bay area for I would say more than a decade decade now. So sailing was my thing uh, uh, pre-pandemic. Um, No, I had a smaller uh, race crew every Thursday after work for two hours. So it was great to just um, not think about work at that point of time and also meet new people, like new people outside of the tech world, because I met so many people that, um, was not in my industry, like doctors, lawyers, um, you know, those who are retired even. So it was a great way for me just to meet um, other people here in the Bay Area. Um, lastly is, you know, I do have like 15, 20 minutes that I do every single day. Um, I work out. So whether it's you know, my Pilates workout or um, just a quick, quick like boot camp style workout, um, I try to do that every single day because I do feel that without doing that, my back starts to hurt or my shoulders starts to hurt. You you feel that um, your body, like my body specifically, really wants to move. So I have that, you know, even if it's a very short duration of time, I need to do it like on a daily basis, even when I'm traveling, like I need to stretch, like I still need to do something, um, to really, uh, get my muscles and my blood moving. Very, very cool. I love that. I'm a little jealous that you have a little dog companion though, because that,
1: and wow, so, she,
0: <laughs> she's just napping. She's just like, mommy, you, you can talk. <laughs> I'll nap.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay. I have another question for you. So we talk very much about purpose and inner purpose. So what do you believe is your purpose? And what does living in your purpose look like to you?
0: Yeah, I think my purpose really is uh, to inspire, um, especially younger people um, who know me, who I know. So that could be my my nephews and nieces. And they a lot of them actually do look up to me knowing where, like what, all these countries I've been to like they always ask me stories and I have I always have stories to tell whether it's my misadventures or um, just like fun stories of who I met and what I did so um, inspiring people whether you know they're a group or like a community or just no one-on-one I feel that with um, the, the family I have uh, now, too, like you no, know, whether they're here in the U.S. or um, anywhere else out in the world, um, you no, know, they are able to see my inspiring photos, helpfully and videos that you no, know, they are able to also kind of see the world outside of their own bubble. Um, that's one, and then secondly, your question was. Um, how to live um, with a purpose and or um, in in purpose. So, one is to um, I think there's a cliche way of saying it is you no know, find your passion and do what you're passionate on. Um, but I would continue on that to say uh, that do what you're passionate on. Figure what makes money for you because it is very important that you are able to sustain yourself, and be stable at some point, um, and then also continue some other passions that you have. Um, and that's truly because now, you no, know, um, you know, being in the Valley for more than a decade, I do feel that though I have more control of the projects that I can work on, and the things that I want to pursue, and that was a little bit more challenging to do that when I was a little bit younger, when I was 20s, when I was starting here in the U.S. And I don't have my my parents here in the U.S. with me. I don't have my family here with me. So it was a little bit different then. Um, but now, um, you know, after uh, you know, more than a decade working here, um, there is more um, you know, stability for me financially that I can, you know, go on to do some of my entrepreneur pursuits for instance so that's one um, secondly too is to you know when you're thinking about entrepreneurship there's so many ideas out there um, and um, no you can pursue so many of these ideas but really when it comes to difficulties and challenges and all hundred percent all entrepreneurs will Go through them, and it's really your your grit and how passionate you are about your business that will let you get through those difficulties. So I would say, when you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, or you're thinking about launching a business, it has to be a business that you know uh, personally. You would want to see see it, you know, succeed, mm-hmm. um, not just on the financial side but also for yourself like hey what what is really your pur- pur- your purpose of launching this business
1: hmm ah, there's so many gems and great pieces of wisdom i'm taking all of it in i get just feel and radiate all your passion in it as well so that is just ah, i love it and i guess the other point i know you've touched on it many times with like giving so much great pieces of gems and wisdom but As a leader, what are three pieces of wisdom you can give to young folks or the next generation for me, um, just to follow in your footsteps? It could be entrepreneurship, it could be just about life, anything in general. Um, Just, I guess, three pieces of advice.
0: Uh, Three pieces of advice. One is uh, pursue things and experiences that would enable you to become more self-aware I, I think I've mentioned a couple times of like self-awareness. For me, uh being able to uh live by myself um overseas, you no, know, outside of my home country at such a young age was actually a very pivotal moment for mm-hmm. my life of how I think right now and how how I am right now. So um that was definitely one that um, I was able to pursue, and I know not a lot of people will be able to pursue it. So I would say, um, one is to really, you know, pursue those experiences that you are able to become much more self-aware, become more aware of how the world is, not just you know your your the bubble that you are in. Um, secondly, is um, on the professional side. No, is no pursue something that you're good at. Um, No, pursuing your passion and pursuing what you're good at are two different things. So uh, sometimes you're passionate on something, but you might not be as good as you think you you are, um, especially when it's like on the the creative industry, for instance. Um, But no, if you're pursuing something that you're good at and you know that you are able to become a really good performer in um, whatever you're good at then certainly like the the money will come in everything will come in everything will come into place will fall into the right places and then um, no last of course but not the least is prioritize your health and wellness um, Of course when we are young we think that, we're a superhuman being, we can do a lot of things, which is yes. true. Um, but then um, over time, you know, if you're not thinking about your lifestyle, your diet, your sleep, which is really, really crucial, not a lot of kids think about they, their eight hours of sleep because they feel like they're missing out on something. Um, that becomes really, really crucial when you know we're growing a little bit older and we need to grow um older gracefully <laughs> so uh, that's that's certainly um you know the last piece of advice that i have is to really prioritize your health and mental being you know, mm-hmm. even at a very very young age
3: yes i totally agree with that you know mm-hmm. i this whole week has been such a reminder And you are the icing on the cake because I actually got told by my nutritionist that you don't miss breakfast ever. (laughs) I don't know. People have different mindsets, but you eat like a king breakfast and lunch and eat a little in dinner time. And not a lot of people. Oh my God.
0: that's, that's, That's been my diet for a very, very long time. So I, yes. I, I do not eat red meat. I haven't been eating red meat since I was 14 yeah. for no particular reason at all. But then my diet has been the king's diet, which is a- mm-hmm. actually what mafeda said. Like you eat a, like a king at breakfast <laughs> and then uh, you eat like a, what do they call it? Um, one of the soldiers. <laughs> for, for months, and you eat like a peasant. Um at night. So yeah. that's that's how, that's my that's been my diet for the past couple of decades. And of course there are some times where I eat more mm-hmm. for dinner because no, I'm I'm out somewhere. Uh, but typically like that's that's been the diet I've been on for the past couple of years. And it works. Which
2: yes. is so yeah, which is which is so interesting because you know a lot of people talk about intermittent fasting. So they don't eat. They don't eat from like, I don't know, eight PM to lunchtime. I'm like, I would be so
3: hangry, yeah, and I can't. I, would I, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to think. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's different for everyone. I mean, different priorities, different generation. Um, like like Christine was saying when we were, when we were young. I mean, of course, I want to say I'm still young, but then. My priority is also my children or my family. Yeah. Um, other people have different, and they can have, uh, you know, that energy to try these different kind of, uh, you know, uh, diets or um, just lifestyle itself. But one thing that Christine did point out that the mindset, you know, having your balance, having your me time, intentionally finding time to unplug. I think that's where you can start too, because especially right now, I think everybody's on their gadgets just because we, you know, that's the way to connect at the Mm -hmm. moment and stay safe. But another thing is just remember before you can take care of others, you really have to take care of yourself. So um, I really appreciate that, Christine, and I'm sure everyone from Cebu is so uh, proud of you. Uh, Do you know the dialect? Do you speak the dialect?
0: Yes, marunong ako mag-Tagalog. Ay, yeah, awesome.
3: I actually wanted to ask you because this is one <laughs> thing that my husband and I always say whenever we're in Cebu, Bisaya Kadai. Is that bisaya. correct?
0: Oh Bisaya Maka <laughs> <laughs> Maka
3: So um, Rihanna and Jen, that means like if you if you meet anyone from Cebu, you just say Bisaya Kadai. So it's like are you bisaya? bisaya? Or something like that. And then oh, they say dai, like in in Singapore, it's like, you know, say. So <laughs> or or something like hello la or what they say. In Singapore, oh,
0: in Singapore they
3: say die. So hmm. they call, instead of hey girl, it's like die, die, like to yeah.
0: everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it I
3: die? Real quick. Die is um,
0: die is like um hey girl, like girl. Yeah. Is, <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> so of course we've got your uh website and everything um flashing throughout the the interview but maybe you can invite everyone to where else they can find you maybe you have upcoming events or promos that they can wait for and of course you know the girls and i are ready to write down the promo code so whenever you're ready
0: (laughs) 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 promo code for the month of april So we just celebrated Earth Day um, Ah. yesterday here in the US. Mm -hmm. And Earth Day is really that annual event where millions of people worldwide come together to celebrate and demonstrate their support for environmental protection. So one of our promos uh, for April is Earth Day. So (laughs) one one word, just Earth Day, um, you can enter uh, it in checkout for... um, Any orders at theshortspine.com, that's over $50. And you'll get a free um, tube scarf. Um, I'm not wearing anything, the short spine right now, but it's a free uh, tube scarf for um, all orders that are above um, $50. Cool.
3: Yeah, so cool. cool. Okay, guys. You heard that Earth Day is the promo code for the month of April. So you still have a week left. And make sure that you also check out uh the other products that were shared earlier. Um, perhaps maybe in the future, manifested already Jen. Uh collab with in her Purpose Tumblr. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, that'd be Good. cool. Thank you, Christine, uh, for gracing us on this episode. We truly learned so much. And I know our viewers have also learned from you. So please guys follow Christine and all her amazing, um, businesses, products and inspiration, um, grab a copy of her book too. And for the ones who are wanting to know more, uh, you can also visit her website and I'm sure Rihanna, Jenna and I, and of course, Rose was also tuned in. Hello, Rose. We miss you. Um, we'll see you later, Christine. Thank you so much. And Thanks for me. Yes. yes. Thank so, Jen, are you wearing the scarf? No. No. Oh, you
2: have I it, ne- though. I need to go shop for that, though. Okay. <laughs> I yes. think we're over shopping
3: for this. Yes. <laughs> speaking of shopping, I know we've got uh, many products also in the IHP shop. So, maybe, Jen, you want to invite everyone to uh, grab also our amazing uh, products mm-hmm. that we have installed.
2: Yeah. Christine did not mention this and we actually uh, sell and carry one of the short spines products, which are socks and they're pretty cool. They have the grip, they're the grippy Mm -hmm. socks. Mm -hmm. So you can wear them for Pilates bar or for slippers at home, you know, Mm -hmm. since we are home. Um, so you can grab that on, on, um, shop.com And there's just stuff like my favorite thing right now is VJ Floresca sweater. I know it's, it's getting warm right now here. So well, that's a lie in the Bay Area, it's always cold. So I can (laughs) wear a sweater whenever every every day here. Um, (laughs) Yes. So we have we have that Uh, VJ has also a candle um, and so does this sweet peak. Mm-hmm. So those are exclusive on our shop. So yes. go shop, support nice. the local businesses and yes. yeah. And oh, and one more thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I think you were going to tell me to do this.
3: It's about our <laughs> event, right? Yep. Okay, yep. Well, for yep. I wanted to also, uh, you know, we also have programs, and of course, uh, Rihanna is one of the uh, amazing inspiration that Rose has also mentored, so maybe, uh, Rihanna, you want to talk about the, the workshop that you were able to experience, and please invite everyone to what IHP programs we have.
1: Yeah, so I'm just, you know, a big fan of in her Purpose in general, so I've done a lot of their programs and um, they've actually really helped me a lot I did the entrepreneurship workshop and um, kind of mentorship with Rose that helped me start building the soil and it's really you know creating something that you're really passionate about and seeing it come to fruition Um, so she really helped me build my business Um, I've also worked with Jen on um, just you know Helping out with a resume and tailoring, and just getting really career driven as well for anyone that is still junior in your career and you're looking to learn and uh, you know up level. We also have programs with that, and then currently I'm also with Rose's program too about just um, finding your purpose and really getting to the roots of who you are. Um, and it's been so insightful. I think anyone, no matter where you are in life, if you're looking to switch up your career, if you're looking just to refresh and reset or, you know, if you're feeling a little stuck, um, it's really great to just recheck your purpose. Um, And we go through everything from like, what are you passionate about? And to now we're going to write our um, manifesto or what we want to rewrite our life as. So there's so many different programs. Um, And the biggest thing that I love about in Her Purpose is that there are so many women here to support you. Um, and so no matter, even after you're finished with the program or whatnot, you have a whole network of women that are going to help out and still help you no matter what, even if your career path changes, if your passion points change, we're here to just um, lift as we climb um, and just, we really lead with a lot of love here. So some of the programs here and Jen will also mention our amazing event that's coming up.
3: Yes. So that's what I was going to share. May is coming up. There's so many special milestones in May. Of course, one of it is our amazing Mother's Day. So I know that Jen and Rose has an amazing collaboration happening. So please go ahead, Jen, and let us know what it is.
2: Yes. So all of us have been stuck at home. So now we're really doing something in real life. So we are, I know, it's going to be in real life. It's going to be, in, spirit. In, it'll be in, the, in the LA area. It's going to be on May 8th at 1 p.m. And we're going to have a panel and mm-hmm. there's going to be different entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs. It's a women's event only. Um, and it's being hosted with Alba Legacy. And so there's going to be a ton of, people to network with and aside from the panels and networking and food and drinks uh, there's going to be some vendors from some of the female entrepreneurs so it's time to shop and um, just really be around that energy and to be with like-minded women it's something that Joanna Alba does every year and obviously we skipped last year so people are really looking forward to getting together again in person. So May 8th, uh, sign up using the link in our bio in on Instagram. I also mm-hmm. posted it on Facebook, um, on our oh, website, on, uh, on our website at InHerPurpose.com. So follow us at InHerPurpose on all social media platforms. And hopefully you can join us May
3: 8th in LA. Yeah, I'm manifesting it. <laughs> but anyways guys another special announcement thank you to everyone who's been supporting us on kumu on facebook and of course the In Her purpose community we are moving our show on uh thursday nights now which is friday mornings in manila of course life happens and um it's just the way it is so please stay tuned um though we have a uh, the replays on youtube channel of inner purpose and also a spotify account so you can also listen to the past episodes of amazing women that have been a guest here in in her purpose Um, another special announcement the ladies here rihanna jen and rose will also be having their shows on kumu usa so watch out for that we'll make the announcements when we can concrete the schedules Uh, But apart from that, please continue to support In Her Purpose. And we have special announcements, uh, promos. The programs are ongoing. So feel free to just uh, reach out and ask us um, how to sign up or be part of the community because we are always welcoming other like-minded people to the In Her Purpose community. So with that, we'll see you next week for another amazing episode of In Her Purpose Show. See you later, ladies. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Ready or not? Here I come. Never late when the night
1: is young. Always late when the morning comes. Let's go. We'll figure it out. We should hit the hot spot. Got no time to
3: hit. Stop. Can you meet me?